This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. For more information, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. Freddie Mac, the government-supported mortgage finance company taken over by the government 18 months ago along with Fannie Mae, is waiting for the Obama administration's plan to reshape the two agencies and reform the whole area of housing finance. Waiting in the wings to implement that plan is Charles E. Haldeman, Jr., who was appointed CEO of Freddie Mac last July and has already moved ahead with a strategy to revive the somewhat demoralized 6,000-employee agency. During a recent interview with Knowledge at Wharton, he discussed his approach to managing people, his views on what's ahead for the real estate sector, and why he feels the work that Freddie Mac does is, quote, absolutely critical, end quote, to the country's welfare. Charles Haldeman, thanks for joining us today. As we all know, the Obama administration is moving to develop a plan to reshape both Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. I wondered if you could give us your thoughts about what that plan might look like. You know, uh, I'm really not able to do that, and it's for a pretty clear reason. Um, uh, In our current um, arrangement with the government, we're in conservatorship. It's been made quite clear that uh, we are not in the business of lobbying or advocating. Uh, We are seeking uh, to be uh, folks who can provide information, data, uh, resources, have the decision makers benefit uh, uh, from our knowledge and expertise, but I've got to be pretty careful that I don't get into the uh, advocacy uh, business. I guess we're a little bit fortunate in that just this week, uh, the Secretary of Treasury, Tim Geithner, uh, testified before uh, Congress and uh, did give us some insight into some of his thinking about the future of the GSEs. By way of timetable, he said it would be an issue of months, not years. So that gave us some insight into his thinking. And and further, he did make it pretty clear uh, that he did not think nationalization would be the the right answer going forward. He uh, also said uh, breaking up the GSEs into multiple GSEs he didn't think was the best solution uh, either. Further, he said that uh, as we think about what is best for the future of of the GSEs, we've got to think about the housing finance system holistically, not just uh, uh, Freddie and Fannie and what's best there, but how the entire system can operate best, what would be the best form of regulation for the entire uh, system. So I think he gave us some insight, and I, w- I was pleased for that. The employees were pleased because uh, one of the things he said very explicitly was that the uh, country is fortunate to have the infrastructure, the systems, the knowledge, the employees of the two GSEs. And as we think about the next business model, we've got to make sure that uh, we retain that. So that certainly uh, was good news for us. So I'm afraid I'm going to have to rely mostly on what the Secretary of the Treasury says so that I don't cross that line and become an advocate or begin to uh, be uh, thought of as a lobbyist. But if you had your druthers, uh, what would the housing finance system look like and what would be the role of GSEs in that system? Yeah, well, if I had my druthers, one thing that I'd for sure want to uh, be able to retain would be um, the wonderful uh, asset we have in our country, which is the 
uh, ability of essentially all of us to get a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage that has prepayment flexibility. Uh, we in our country take that almost as a as a given. We think of it almost as a as a right because we're so accustomed to it because we've always had it. Certainly, it's always been true in my uh, lifetime. Um, however, in the rest of the world, uh, it's very very unusual to have. Uh, such an instrument. Uh, much more typical that they be variable rate and be short in duration, some as short as uh, five or ten years. So I think we are really privileged to have the instrument we have. And right now, what an unusual situation. Not as in only is it 30 years, not only is it fixed rate, not only does it have prepayment uh, ability, but the rate is below 5% percent for a 30-year fixed rate, a pretty remarkable instrument right now. So one of the things I'd want to retain for sure would be that 30-year fixed rate um, instrument. A second thing I'd want to have would be um, um, uh, the uniformity throughout the country, uh, not regional differences, which we didn't always have in, in this country. But I, I think um, our system has now has uh, uniformity by uh, region. Uh, would want the system to be somewhat counter-cyclical. Housing itself, by its definition, uh, is a cyclical industry. And we can have a housing finance system which either uh, – emphasizes that cyclicality, makes it worse, exaggerates it, if you will, or we can have a housing finance system which tries to be counter-cyclical. And I think a system that is counter-cyclical would, would, be, would be helpful. Uh, those are a couple of the elements, a few of the elements that I'd want to make sure that we had in the f housing finance system going forward. You were named to this job in July. At that point, you were at Putnam Investments, correct? When you first went to Putnam back in 2002, becoming CEO in 2003, the company was recovering from a scandal involving some activities with its traders. One of your immediate goals was to try and improve the morale of employees, get the company back on its feet, and so forth. The experience of doing that, you said last summer, would stand you in good stead for your new role at Freddie Mac. How has that worked out? Have you, in fact, been able to improve staff morale, refocus the agency's goals, clarify its mission, and perhaps most importantly, recruit new people into jobs that have been vacant for quite a while? Yes, you're absolutely right. Uh, when I was recruited to the job, the company did not have a CEO, did not have a chief financial officer, and did not have a chief operating officer at the time. And so that was uh, one of my first jobs was to recruit uh, people, and we've been very successful in getting some extraordinary people to join us, and we got them uh, pretty pretty quickly. So uh, that in itself uh, made the rest of the employees feel good, that we went from having those three vacancies to getting three uh, senior people uh, in place uh, pretty pretty quickly. And that that uh, stability and certainty was good for the entire uh, population of, of employees. But beyond that, um, I think we've done a number of things. Uh, one is to try to be as uh, clear as we can about our uh, near-term uh, focus, our near-term uh, vision for the company, and uh, for what our business plan is going forward. We made it uh, uh, as clear as we can that we uh, have a job to do in the near term. That job is to uh, maintain liquidity in the mortgage market, both the single family uh, market as well as the apartment market, that we are the place 
that uh, people are depending on for uh, liquidity. In fact, last year, the GSEs accounted for over 70% of the mortgages in the single-family area and over 80% in multifamily. So we are the source of, of liquidity, and one of the messages we give to our employees is that the, the country is depending on us for that liquidity. Secondly, we say to our employees, near-term, the uh, country is depending on us to work as hard as we can to try to uh, prevent foreclosures and to allow families to stay in, in their home. And we have uh, been very successful in uh, working towards that goal. Last year, we helped 272,000 families through various programs stay in, in their homes. So in summary, one of the major themes we've given to employees is that the work that we are doing is absolutely critical, and we've got to do it uh, every day when we come to work. Uh, that is in part so that people um, don't spend too much thinking about uh, what's going to happen 18 months or two years from now, because that's unknown. That's where we were in the beginning of this conversation. We just don't know. And uh, I wish I could give our employees more certainty about that, but I can't. And we've talked openly with employees that uh, um, we believe that there's uh, important work for us to do now, and let's do that, and the future will sort of take care of, of itself. We've also talked to our employees about a, a business plan and uh, which has to do with getting us ready for the next chapter, whatever that would be. And it has to uh, do with getting our infrastructure, our systems, our, big, our business processes um, uh, in the most efficient and effective place uh, possible. So I, I think we've uh, been open and direct with employees. I've met with um, uh, on the order of five or 600 uh, of our employees in small groups of eight or ten so that I can speak to them in the way that we're, we're talking today. Uh, we have town hall uh, meetings uh, four times a year where we get everybody uh, uh, together. Uh, we, we do as much as we can uh, to uh, communicate clearly to our employees um, uh, what we're focused on uh, near term and uh, what we can tell them about about the the future. Uh, so it certainly has been an important part of my job to try to uh, get people um, energized, motivated, uh, working hard. I sometimes um, uh, ask myself if I'm allocating my time correctly because I do put a, little, a lot of time in this. And I reached the conclusion that given that we have 6,000 employees out there, if I can uh, boost their energy just a little bit, make them 5% more productive, that's a, that's a pretty good day's uh, work. And uh, so that's why we spend so much time with employees and trying to uh, make sure that they understand the important role they have at the company. You know, for your, your position as, as the CEO of Freddie Mac gives you a very unique vantage point to see what's happening in the real estate sector as a whole. Uh, what do you think is going on today uh, in the sector and what's likely to happen over the coming year or so? And how is the business plan that you've drawn up uh, in tune with those emerging realities? Yeah. So we'd have to uh, divide the um, real estate market into segments. So let's talk about the uh, single family market first. That's the largest piece of our business. And uh, uh, what we see there, uh, we hope, is some signs of stabilization going on. Uh, st stabilization 
in terms of, of pricing uh, and therefore stabilization in terms of uh, new home construction and transactions. Um, not certainty about stabilization, and that's because there are two very large factors that could be going the other way. One would be unemployment at a very high level and slow job growth going forward. And the second would be a potential um, backlog of foreclosures that could be coming uh, to the market. Those might disrupt the stabilization that we see going on now. The hope would be that as the economy is gradually recovering, there'll be modest upward tilt in job growth and uh, some movement up in housing prices, which then allows us to endure some of the foreclosures that come onto the uh, market, have them work through the system. With regard to the uh, multifamily part of our business, the apartment business, um, uh, what we see there uh, is a very good record by Freddie Mac thus far. Our delinquency rate in our multifamily business is only 15 basis points right now, so we've done a great job uh, there. Uh, however, we do think that there is going to be a move up in the industry uh, default rate, and also we will uh, probably have a move up in ours a as well. Um, so I think that that business uh, has not reached stability yet, and, and uh, there will be uh, further problems in that uh, uh, business um, over the next 12 to 18 months. Um, uh, the good news is there is activity there, uh, and a large part of that activity is because of uh, mortgages being provided by uh, the two GSEs, Fannie and Freddie. If one looked at a third segment of the real estate business, the uh, commercial office building, uh, where there is not a GSE, you'd see a lot less activity because there just is not financing available for those kinds of properties at anything like acceptable prices. So um, uh, I, I think uh, we, uh, uh, in summary, uh, uh, believe that we are most likely in a stabilization zone, single-family business, still have some problems yet to go in the uh, commercial side of the business. The, the boards of directors of uh, companies, both private, public, government agencies, have come in for a lot of criticism over the past few years, um, basically for rubber stamping uh, management initiatives, for not providing enough scrutiny in terms of um, auditing, et cetera. How is the board of directors that appointed you different from the board that was in place uh, a few years ago, if you can answer that without being... Uh, yeah, I really can't speak to the uh, board uh, prior to my uh, arrival, but I can tell you about uh, our current board, uh, which is um, largely a new board. Um, when uh, Freddie Mac was put into conservatorship in September 2008, um, a fine man named John Koskinen was asked to be uh, the chairman of the board, and he uh, has a wonderful experience in government and in public service and took on that role and recruited uh, some wonderful people to join him on that board. And that board has people who are very experienced in uh, risk management, um, accounting and uh, financial accounting, uh, real estate, a wide range of, um, of um, experience and background that's relevant to, to Freddie Mac. And um, um, uh, I can assure you they uh, are a uh, 
very, very smart group, a very hardworking group, and a group that takes their responsibility uh, very seriously. One has to uh, uh, remember that they agreed to take on this responsibility at a very, very difficult uh, time. And so all of their motivation had to be around the notion of uh, public service and trying to help the country through this difficult uh, period. And they, they bring that to the table every time uh, I interact uh, with them. Uh, so uh, we have very, very strong oversight uh, uh, from our board. Um, I've enjoyed working with them. I'd also say, however, that uh, we get good oversight uh, from our regulator, the uh, FHFA, a government agency, uh, which is our conservator. Uh, and uh, uh, essentially every uh, major decision uh, that I make, uh, I would seek board approval and then in addition seek approval from our regulator. And then on some um, uh, a subset of the issues I deal with, I have to go beyond that and speak with uh, folks at Treasury. And of course, then if it's a compensation issue, I have to go beyond that and uh, and we interact with uh, Mr. Feinberg. So there's a lot of uh, 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 regulatory uh, oversight here. And um, um, uh, for some people, that would uh, seem to be a burden of being a CEO would not be their their first choice. Uh, I took the job with my eyes open and would say that the agencies that I work with have uh, uh, have, have really been uh, as effective and uh, as responsive as I as one could hope. And so I've not had difficulty working with them. You know, uh, before you joined Freddie Mac, you must have had a view of what the situation was. Uh, how did your assessment of the situation change once you joined the company and became the CEO? What lessons did you learn about how F Freddie and, and Fanny got into such a big financial hole hmm. and what could be done to avoid such situations in the future? Yeah. So um, in about every respect possible, uh, my... Uh, preconceived notion before taking the job uh, was uh, um, wrong in the sense that Freddie is way better than the public perception or the perception I had before I uh, arrived on site and, and learned about the company and met the people. Uh, said another way that uh, my due diligence was all about reading things and talking to people who had left the company. And that, those, that, that reading and those conversations established a preconceived notion of what the company was like. And it was very much different and, and much, much better uh, once I uh, arrived on site. How so? One of the major ways uh, is that the, um, the energy of the people, the commitment of the people, the work ethic of the people, the morale of the people – uh, the employees was way better than I could have ever expected it to be based on what they had been been through, based on uh, the public criticism of Freddie Mac, uh, based on the uh, change in management so many different times, based on the vacancies in the management. Um, uh, it uh, uh, there was no reason to expect that they would be as energized and motivated and working as hard as they are, and yet they were. And the uh, major explanation that I've been able to come, 
with is that the people who elected to work at Freddie Mac really believe in the mission of the company. Uh, they elect to work there because they believe that housing is so fundamental to the values of America and the success of the country. It, it, they are really believers in it, and that's what motivated uh, them. So the, uh, the quality of the people, um, the motivation of the people, the morale of the people uh, certainly surprised me. A, a second thing uh, was how, um, how easy and pleasant it was to work with the government agencies, with the government people. I, my whole life has been in the private sector. And in the private sector, there's sort of this image or reputation of what people are like at government agencies and what it is to work with the uh, with the, the government officials, and I was subject to that preconceived notion and found it to be completely different. Uh, really smart people, um, responsive people, people who are uh, trying to solve problems and willing to help me solve problems. So I have very, very positive view of that relative to what I expected uh, going in. Um, and, you know, on, on your latter point about um, the, uh, some of the things that uh, – Freddie did wrong. I um, I haven't spent a lot of my time examining the past. I've been s- sort of uh, trying to focus myself on influencing the future rather than the uh, the past. Uh, but um, um, one of the places where I uh, think my perception uh, is different is that if you read the newspapers, uh, you think um, all of the problem was with the GSEs, and uh, I would um, I have. It's become clear to me during my time at Freddie Mac, while uh, the GSEs may not have been uh, perfect, uh, that um, uh, they have done uh, a lot of things right. Uh, one of the statistics that uh, I cite to try to explain this point is the simple one about uh, Freddie Mac. We, uh, Freddie Mac's single-family uh, mortgages are 23 percent of the total market. So if you look at U.S. single-family homes, we – own 23% of the market. Uh, If you look at those mortgages that are 90 days um, delinquent, that is seriously delinquent, we're only uh, 9% of them. So we have been uh, very, very uh, good in terms of underwriting and good in terms of trying to keep people in their homes and solve some of the problems, some of the uh, uh, preventing foreclosure uh, programs that we have have been been successful. So uh, I, I think we've uh, we've got a, a great company. I'm pretty proud to be there. So while you've been pleasantly surprised by the professionalism and commitment of the employees there, there must be a few things that that worry you. And I wonder if there's one special thing that that, for instance, keeps you up at night when you consider the the, the task ahead of you. Yeah, one of the things uh, that uh, worries me. Uh, is that um, 6,000 employees uh, understand that they don't know what their company is going to look like in 18 months or or two years. Uh, Lots of people uh, don't deal well with that level of uncertainty. And I worry that uh, as the economy uh, gets better, that uh, some of our people, um, because of that uncertainty uh, might be open to thinking about a job someplace else, and we might have uh, talent leave us. And it's because of that that I am one of those that would urge the decision makers, that is the Obama administration, the Treasury Department, and Congress to sort of get on with it and uh, figure out what to do, because uh, uh, 
we're doing a good job now, and I'm proud of the job that uh, our folks are doing. Uh, but um, not, but it is fragile, and not sure that we can keep it going in, indefinitely with that kind of uncertainty. So that'd be the number one thing I worry about. Well, that seems to be a good note to end on. So thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. For more business news and analysis from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.